You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, it's Nancy Gaines, and welcome to The Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and have even more success being highly productive. So the focus of today's podcast is my journey with a virtual assistant. First, let me tell you, I can't believe I skipped the podcast last Wednesday. I fully intended to do one when I was on vacation in Beaver Creek skiing with my husband, but I forgot to pack my headset. So I tried to do it just recording with my computer, and the sound quality just wasn't good. So first time in over a year that I missed a podcast, and it really bummed me out. So sorry if you guys missed a little bit of weekly motivation, but I am back. So let me tell you about my journey with virtual assistants. And first of all, for the record, I highly recommend everyone get one for their own business. So I struggle with this. I really wanted a VA for the longest time, but didn't feel like I had enough work to give him or her. Like a lot of the work involved me, right? I wanted to write my own original content on my blogs. I have to be the one going out networking and meeting people and talking about my business, things like that. But I finally got to the point about two, maybe three weeks ago where I'm like, okay, I've got stuff I can give a person. I need to onboard somebody. So let me tell you my takeaway right from the start. It definitely takes time to find the right person and to plan for what you're going to offload every week. I didn't, and I know this because I've been in the corporate world, I know it takes time to interview and onboard and you have to you know, be a leader and give them something to do. But I've been out of it for a couple years and totally forgot the importance of that. So that's my takeaway. So let me share a couple things on how I got it rocking and rolling right now. First of all, where do you find a virtual assistant? To me, I've worked remotely with people all over the world, right? India, Philippines, Brazil. So I'm okay if the person isn't sitting next to me. But if you're one of those people that needs to have somebody in your city, I highly recommend you do a search on virtual assistants and ask for referrals. The way I found mine is I went to HireMyMom.com. So it's similar to Fiverr and Elance, except these are usually women, moms that have professional careers but took time out to raise their family. So they want flexible hours but still keeping their, their skills current. So I placed an ad kept it open for two weeks on HireMyMom.com, and I was flooded with resumes. I probably had 10 resumes in the first two to three days, and then they kept trickling in. I actually tried to get back into the site to close the, the open rec, but I wasn't able to, so I had to respond to all the people that applied and just at least acknowledge them, but tell them I, I was full with interviews. So, what I did, I ended up with over 20 resumes. I hired five, or I talked to five people. What I found really works is to prepare a list of questions. Type it up, write it down so you have them in front of you so you can ask the same questions to every person. Personally, I was looking for skills and fit. I'm not looking for a secretary. I'm looking for somebody who can grow with my business 
as I get more successful and I'm able to give them more hours as well. So I had the same questions for everybody and specifically I asked what tasks do you love to do and which ones do you not like as much? Because I want to work with somebody who wants to do where I need help versus just general stuff. So um, those were really good questions. I kind of asked a lot about social media because that's hot. I asked how many hours they'd like every week, what they were looking to get paid, and how they like to work. Do they need a lot of attention? Could I just give them kind of a head start in the right direction? So it was a really good experience, and I haven't interviewed in years, so I was a little rusty, but got in the flow quickly. You also want to ask about maybe references. Now, personally, I didn't check for references because I didn't feel... I felt a pretty good fit with the person that I picked, so I didn't check for references. But if you're going to be giving confidential information and exposure to stuff, you may want to run a background check with their permission, of course. Um, The other thing I did is for the few areas that I'm sharing with my VA, I changed my password so they don't have access to my other passwords just to make it super easy for them. So that is how I actually found somebody. And again, I had like five interviews and narrowed it down to one or two people. The next thing is how to actually work with them. How do you schedule stuff? I asked that in my interview questions. How do you want to be given work? And many of the VAs love the Google Drive. So that's what I've been doing. And what I found that works to make it highly productive is I made folders and I prioritized the folders in the name. So the first folder, the absolute thing I have to get done, I named that, you know, folder one. And then the next is folder two folder three, folder four. And as the task got complete, I would just delete that folder so it wasn't confusing. The other thing I found about folders, it's it's super easy to tell when somebody goes in there and actually touches them. So you can see if somebody's been viewing the folders, doing the work you assigned or not. So very telling. A couple of the VAs I talked to recommended some sort of tracking software. So if you really want to watch everything your person's doing, they can turn on this recording software before they do an activity and then turn it off. To me, that was overkill. You know, I I always hire people that I trust. But for you, if you need to be in the details, you may want to look into some of this tracking software. I did not get the name, but it is out there, which is kind of cool. The other question I asked is how many hours they'd like to work every week. Most were looking for 20 to 30 Now, right now, I don't have that much work to give them. But what I asked is, would it be okay if we tag team with other people looking for VAs? Now, specifically, I've got a few friends here in Denver. We were just chatting a couple weeks ago, and everybody wanted a VA. So I was able to refer different people to my virtual assistant. But in general, some just want to work with one person, and some are a little bit more flexible and can juggle multiple people and multiple styles. So definitely, if you don't have enough work or you don't feel you have enough work, start with just maybe five hours a week and refer your person to other people so they can get their hours. What I found is I need to be very clear in my directions, at least at the start, until we get into a groove and get to know each other's style. So for the first week, I spent a lot of time preparing exactly what I needed done so that the person can get familiar with my style. After a while, I'm sure just a quick phone call will be great and we can work together. But It did take a lot of time for me to think through what I wanted to give my person the first week. Now, the first person I worked with um, didn't quite work out, so I had to switch midstream, but luckily I already had the tasks prepared. But I was totally unprepared in week two because I went skiing in Beaver Creek. So uh, my takeaway is I probably need to come up with a month worth of 
activities in one sitting and then I can have enough to give each week because it's too hard to think Sunday night, what am I going to do to keep my person busy? Plus, it's only fair to the other person if you let them know what's going on and no surprises. So that was kind of another lesson learned is I need to put much more effort in up front thinking what do they need to do. So the things I'm giving my person are some typing, some emails, some podcast scheduling, and researching because I was spending way too much time researching where I could speak. And now I can give that to someone else so I can focus on new business development. Paying your person. So what I found is most VAs like PayPal. They'll send an invoice, I send the payment. So in the United States, if you pay somebody over $600 in a year, you do need to file a tax form and also get their tax information, their social security number or tax ID. It's probably different in other countries. I'm not familiar with that. But definitely remember, once you hit $600, you can't pay them anymore until you get their social security number. Other thing that's super important, at least in the U.S., is to treat your VA as an independent contractor, not an employee. Now, the IRS has got tons of information on this, but generally, if you are going to tell them exactly what to do, in what manner, they are an employee and not a contractor, which means you've got a lot of taxes to pay for them and maybe even benefits. So I can't go into all that on this call, but definitely check with your accountant or even just the irs.gov website to figure out what's an independent contractor and what isn't. So the lessons learned, again, I need to plan ahead and I encourage you to figure out what you're going to give your person each and every week until you get into a routine or you're going to be struggling Monday morning and they're going to get frustrated they don't know where they're going. So those are my experiences with my virtual assistant. I'm super excited to grow with her. Her name's Krista. And maybe she'll even listen to this podcast and share it on her social media. But let me share a couple of events that are coming up in March. First, I've been asked to be on a webinar on Wednesday the 16th at 11 a.m. Denver time. So this is going to be six business experts that are going to help small business owners really rock their business. There's some online, there is networking, there's a couple of attorneys, financial people. So great webinar, no cost for this, and it starts at 11 a.m. Denver time, Wednesday the 16th. I am starting my own webinar series where I'm going to have a guest similar to the podcast, except we're going to have slides. And my first webinar guest is Amy Samatos. She is going to rock your world on sales. She is an amazing person. She's an author, and she's going to tell you great ways to really improve your sales, which we all need in our small business, right? That's Wednesday, March 23rd, 6 p.m. Denver time. I'm doing a live event in Denver. I just set out a press release this morning that got picked up by quite a few people. It's part two of the Ultimate Business Boot Camp. So the first one in February was awesome. It was sold out. The energy was nuts in the room. We talked about sales and marketing. This time we're going to talk about automating your business and systemizing it. I see too many business owners trying to do it all manually. So I'm going to show you some great ways that things just happen without you so you can take a vacation day without thinking about your business. So that is in Denver, Friday, March 18th, 9.45 a.m. in Lakewood. And finally, April, I'm going to be starting a group coaching on list building. This is one of the things that you can automate in your business. So I'm going to talk about the strategy, why a list is important, how to actually build it, and most importantly, what to do with it. 
too many people are sitting on an amazing list of people and they're just leaving money on the table. So that is my group coaching event. Starts in April. All of this you can find on my website, nancygains.com, or send me a personal email, nancy at nancygains.com, and I'd be happy to answer any of your questions. So please check out the webinar. Come visit the Denver event. Join the group coaching. And until next time, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's Nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S, dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.